listeners, tonight's guest is Charlie Day, and we're so happy to have him. Thank you, Charlie, for being here. Yay. I'm thrilled to be here. Uh, you just flew in from Australia, so it's especially nice that you're here. You weren't even able to sleep on the plane because I did not chi- sleep on the, the child plane. business. Because the child did not sleep on the plane. Were you able to watch movies? Do you plug your child? I plug my child in guiltily. Oh, like, uh, he, uh, he uh, yeah, he watched uh, 14, 15 hours of movies. Yeah. So um, his brain is what did he watch? Officially melted. Not entirely even sure. I mean, he watched uh, like Ice Age, and he watched. Uh, Big Hero 6, and, you know, by the 12th hour of flight when he was, like, I could not get him sleep, I was like, I don't know, what is he What is he watching over there? Is he watching, like, Saw <laughs> What did you watch? No. I watched The Fugitive, Great which I had never seen before. Oh, you mean, You're like, me. the one with Harrison Ford? Yeah, and I'm like, why have I never seen this movie It's before? pretty great, right? Does it live, does it hold up? I loved it. It's, it's pretty great, right? I mean, I was, like, tapping my wife, like, yeah, I was like, hey, Mary Elizabeth, this Fugitive movie is pretty good. I have to ask you, how did you miss that movie? I don't know. I mean, uh, what year did that come out? Probably, um, I would say 94, 93. Yeah, I just... Uh, you were too busy watching Titanic over and over. Yeah, I was just uh, something like Titanic. <laughs> Crazy. Movie. That was 96, Titanic. I think. Fuck you. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Fuck you, That was early in the podcast. Yeah, early, f- usually she's, early fuck you. you. You wait till much know, later. Before but that you kind say of annoyed you. me. <laughs> you went straight, straight for the jugular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else did you watch? Sorry, because right. I no, the no, reason why I, I asked, gotta, I gotta think about that. And, and I'm curious is because I have specific movies that I watch on airplanes, and specific movies that I don't. Like uh-huh. I, I don't watch a lot of action movies on airplanes. Mm. Um, I'll watch a little more comedies. Oh, I, I watched the Grand Budapest. Hotel again. Great. I've oh, yeah. seen it already, but I just I get great. more and more out of it each time. Yeah, it's pretty great. I don't know why Rafe Fines wasn't nominated for. Was he? Maybe he was, but he was amazing in that movie. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean that's. I mean that's well that that there is why the whole award thing is like well that's just crazy, right? You can't yeah. be like well that's no that that's not award worthy performance. It's incredible. It's yeah. incredible. It's incredible. But I have a whole. I could go on a whole big tangent about the award stuff. Yeah, yeah, I'll go with it. I, you know what? But I wouldn't if I had if I won one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. If I, if I had a couple Oscars over there, I'd be like, no, what are you talking about? Like about? these are very serious, prestigious awards. Yeah, and and they mean a lot. Um, but no, I'm. I don't think I'll ever really win anything. But that's okay. I've. You know what? I've won in other ways. God damn it. Yeah. yeah. Guess what? You can't win at acting. That's the stupidest thing. In the it world. is. <laughs> it is the dumbest thing in the world. Like. Tiger Woods wins. He gets the ball in the hole the least amount of times. Right. Meryl Streep is great. She doesn't win. Like, like, <laughs> like what does that mean? It's like, oh, the, this performance is so good. Oh, it's so good, and you win. Like you right. can't. You like, how do you win? But are there times where a performance is just so much better than everyone else? I mean, I'm sure there no. are cases. No, because it's never. That's a, it's, is it really just completely subjective? Of course it is. I think so. I think you're. I think you're completely right, Charlie. And I also think too that so much of it has to do with the story behind the success of the person or the the journey of the actor or. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's um, it's a ridiculous practice, and it would be so sweet to get an award. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> it would be. I know. It would be so great. But I had a friend tell me who um, uh, who has she's been nominated. I think like six or seven times, uh, maybe eight, um, and uh, and hasn't won. 
but she told me, and she knew, she, like she knew, like every time she wasn't gonna win. She just know, like she just knew, like towards like the fifth nomination, she's like, I'm just, I'm, I know I'm not gonna win. But she said that <clears throat> that every time though, the names were being called, she had this like millisecond of hope even though she had suppressed and she had been like convinced she had this millisecond of hope when her name was called and i just oh there's something that's kind of heartbreaking about that like well i've done the- 12 years of a television series that has not only have we been completely ignored by all those award shows but we haven't even been invited to like attend like like we we can't come out and say and the nominees for best comedy are like there was one year where the Emmys said if you guys want you can come to the technical awards which are the ones that they don't <laughs> televise right. right and you can present best uh, stunt coordination because the only thing that we've won is a stunt, stunt or been nominated for is a stunt coordination really and, yeah and um, which is crazy <laughs> and we should have won <laughs> but but um, so we said all right great we'll do it. And they said, uh, is DeVito available? We're like, oh, Danny actually isn't is in town. They're like, all right, never mind. You can't even come to that. So uh, fuck them. Can we swear on this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck um, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it feels like a party in high school that you're just right. never invited to. Yeah, yeah. So it sucks. But yeah. do you guys yeah. get disappointed? I mean, you guys have been around for 12 seasons now, and your show has consistently been, in my Brilliant. opinion, one of the funniest comedies oh, yeah. that yeah. has been on for the past 12 years. So at a certain point, do you get aggravated or is it, are you just like okay with the fact that the academy isn't giving you you just notices? become you know numb to it i mean it's just that feeling of like it would just be fun to go to the party right you know like the actual validation you get from it means nothing but like but it that that that's the part that would be fun is one second of you that every time they announce that that you think oh yeah oh man maybe it would be fun to we could just go and we could wear a tie and, and but you know, I think it's because it's so ahead of its curve. It's that your, I think your we, show like, is incredibly progressive. And I think 2005 when we came out, there wasn't a lot of, there was almost no basic cable comedy. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I think by the time people really started to find the show, we were already three, four, even five seasons in. And then I think it's the kind of thing where it's like, well, you don't want to vote for something that's already five seasons old. It's always about like what's fresh and what's right, new. Right, right. I don't know that or the show's not that good. But. No, the show is <laughs> the incredible. Show is, and, and, and this season, you guys are on top of your game. That The first oh, episode you. was brilliant. Oh, well, I'm glad oh, you feel that way. This last season, yeah. Yeah, I feel good. Yeah. I feel, I'm still very happy with the show. Yeah, well, you're, you're fucking brilliant on it. Do you remember when we met down at Chivo years ago? I feel like I remember. Oh, you don't. We you met not at a remember. reading that we did a reading together. I think we did a reading together, but I also really I I met. We had like a brunch together at what Chibo years ago because I called my agent and because I I had seen the first season and I called my agent and I was like I really 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 want to meet this guy Charlie Day. You don't remember this? And oh, we had just. Lunch? Yes. We just like hung out and because there was a project. I don't even remember what the How project was. How did I not was. remember that? I don't know. I Are you sure it was me? I'm positive. <laughs> I am positive because I, I would remember that. I just remember flagging you as such a hugely, as such an incredible talent. Oh, I'm bummed. Why did nothing ever come it out really, of this lunch? It really was like t- 2004. Oh my god! It was a really long time ago. Yeah, so because like, that was probably right. Like way, it was when, 05, probably when the show aired. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, anyway, right around there. But What did we talk about? We just like chatted and I just I just I think I gave you lots of compliments, but I'm sad that you don't maybe we had some drinks. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. Oh, rats. Are you but sure what did this we, I can't, I'm, I'm having the hardest time? I'm one hundred percent positive. I no, you're probably totally right because I, I like I don't have the best memory. But I delete what files like read the second for? I use them. Do you remember what we read for? We did um yeah. It was a Mike Judge movie that never got made. I guess I don't remember. Yeah, it was just like you were there, I was there. The guy, the kid from like the American Pie movies, um, whose name is uh, Jason Jason. Now, um, the other guy that was in election was so brilliant in election. Chris, oh, Chris, Chris Klein. Klein. Yeah, was in the reading and. Huh. I wonder Gary if I Cooper. did well. I probably didn't do very well. You did great. I remember thinking you did great. But you know what? But we had already. I think we had already met by then. Yeah, well, at, at your brunch <laughs> at Chibo, which I had clearly <laughs> forgotten. Oh my god! No, no, it's fine. I mean, they should have had you on the show or something. I would love to. I would love. To well, that was. I mean, I, I guess I went through about a good twelve years of forgetting that we met. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here now. Um, so okay. good to see you again. Great to see you too. <laughs> um, so your movie Fist Fight opens February seventh. I think it's February 17th, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I say 7th? Sorry. Seven, 17th. Don't get him too excited. And uh, and it's really fucking funny. And I don't know if you feel like going into it or we can go into it later. You're probably bored about giving like the stand. What's well, the most common question you that you've been getting on the press tour? No, I'm, we're, we're, I'm right at the beginning of it. So I'm okay. about to really go crazy with it tomorrow. So it's, so it's going to so, be like, were you nervous fighting Ice Cube? Yeah. So I haven't had them all yet. Yeah. I don't I, What's it like to work with Ice Cube? Is right, like the question you're right, gonna get, right. you know. And have you ever been in a fist fight? Probably, I'm assuming. Right. Have you? Have uh, you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you win? I haven't really like punched many people, but I've been punched a lot. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why? Oh, I just like a random little wise ass kid. You know what I mean? And then eventually, a big guy would be like, "I'm just gonna punch this guy," and then. Did that have a big impact? I mean, not besides the physical stuff, but like, did that make you, did you feel, because I, I got kind of bullied. I didn't get punched, but I think that that's part of the road of my acting journey too. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. leaving my hometown, you know, like all those things combined. Yeah. You, no, I wasn't like bullied, but it would just be like spats or whatever, like arguments. And then someone would actually punch you and then that would just end it. What about like bar fights? No, I think this is more when you were younger. Younger, yeah. I mean, by the time I got to bars, it, like a fight would almost pop up, but I'd usually actually no. You know what? Uh, I, here's a good story. So I was uh, I was in a bar in Rhode Island. This was okay. Like, I like it. New Year's. All right, New England New fights England. are the best. And I'm hanging out with my buddy, and I hear it's like a real Irish bar, and I hear a guy, like an old guy, go. Nah, I think it's a chunky girl. Nah, it's a wee lad. And I'm like, <laughs> like a fucking leprechaun. And I, <laughs> I, I turn around. They're like talking about me, and uh, and they're he's just trying to take the piss out of out of me. And um, and he's going on. He starts calling me a long hair. He's like, yeah, fucking what long it, hair. What does that mean? Like a hippie or something? You had longer hair at the time. No. My hair was the same size so as you used to So he's calling you a it. chunky girl. A chunky girl, a wee lad, and a long hair. And I said, oh, oh, uh, dude, you know what? Uh, go fuck yourself. 
which is my favorite thing to say to anybody. Yeah, no, that's great. But the next thing I know, this drunk Iron Man like had his thumb halfway down my throat with like a iron claw on my face and someone pulled him off me. And that's how I get hit in the face a lot. And like, I like that, though. You were not taking it. No, I never take it. And that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Because, uh, but I don't did. I, I, I don't. I don't think I've ever. Hit Which one anybody. was the worst? Chunky girl, wee lad, or long hair? Oh, I, I, I liked them all. I think they were all great. Yeah, I mean, was there I was any getting a particular kick out of the one guy. that like made your of those that made your blood boil anymore? I think than it's the more other? just the because they're all they're all mildly amusing. Yeah, no, they were great. These were great one liners. It was just like and fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> you, know, yeah. you don't just yeah. like sit there and just take it. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. I mean, those kind of those little things, you know. And then you got a thumb in the mouth. And then I got a thumb <laughs> in the mouth. Yeah, that was it. But it's uh, been a lot. That was that was a long time ago. Oh, uh, well, pretty that's peaceful pretty ever good. since. Oh, my kid kicked me in the face the other day. So oh, that's that. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Was that like? It was like a half accident. Right. You know, that was like, a, I'm going to kick my foot at daddy. And, right. right. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, oh, that actually got his face. I know that move. Yeah. I know that move. That was yeah, interesting for move. sure. And then it's like, but mommy, I didn't mean to. I had to walk away and take a breath after that. <laughs> I was like, I'm just well, going to go over here is, and calm down. Is, 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 it's jarring. It's jarring. Yeah. I had an ex who used to get a kick out of um, scaring me. Like hiding behind a corner and then jumping out. And you know that sudden, when you get scared, there's that sudden rush of anger that you feel immediately. Like there's the millisecond of being freaked. And then there's this immediate tidal wave of extreme anger. And you're like, just fuck you. Why the fuck did you do that? And I never figured that out. Like, why the fuck did he want to scare me? This was probably goes back to my magician thing. I think you're good to get out of that situation you know what i mean because scaring leads to it's weird pushing leads to hitting and eventually leads to killing i don't know it's a bad sign i think if i had someone who was constantly trying to scare me i'd be like what is why why do you want to make me unhappy i dismissed it i thought it was kind of innocuous but looking back i think it's a weird tendency like i didn't it depends on like how he's trying to scare you too is like jumping out behind walls yeah like uh forging doctor's documents being like when you're really sick I did something awful when I was first dating Chris, and he he got pretty mad at me. Um, Chris doesn't urinate very much during the day, but when he does in the morning, he pees for an extraordinarily long time. Like a camel. Yeah. Yes. It's like (laughs) it's minutes long. Um, I've had him record it before. I think we got up to like (laughs) three minutes and forty two seconds. No way. Oh yeah. There's no. You're exaggerating. I'm not. I swear to God, this, Sim. This might be the key to his success. Shocking. He does not waste time urinating during the day. <laughs> but one time when we were first dating and, you know, we were sleeping, we're spending the night at each other's places or whatever, um, I woke up and I just like sat right down hard on his bladder. And I was like, good morning. And he was so mad at me. <laughs> He's like, ah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess, I guess that was cool. A cruel move on my part. Yeah. It was a little cruel, right? It's a little cruel. It requires less planning than scaring someone. Like that, like. But I knew what I was doing. Yeah. I knew that it wasn't going to be comfortable for him. Yeah. And also, it was high risk behavior because I could have gotten peed on. Yeah. I was going to say, did that like (laughs) unleash a. a, a No, he was sweet (laughs) enough to hold it. And but he was he was a little annoyed with me for a minute. I had to do some. Has Mary Elizabeth ever done anything that cruel to you? 
Your wife, by the way, uh, is Mary Elizabeth yeah, Ellis. Yeah. Um, the brilliant. Yes. The brilliant, brilliant and- lovely, incredible. I wish she was here right now. She's out for her premiere of Santa Clarita Diet. Which uh, oh wow yeah That's awesome. a, is that the new Netflix show with yeah. um, Drew, Barrymore Drew Barrymore and Timothy Olyphant right Font Font Fint or Font I should know that nicest guy on the planet uh, well what was the question has she ever did done she, any yeah. yeah no no you she's know nice. why she does not handle it well if someone did that to her she would, right. you know that would really piss her off. Uh, so if you can't take it, then you don't dish it. Yeah, and I can't take it either. So it was really a, a foolish move on my part. Yeah, right. Because next thing you know, he's sitting on your bladder. Right, and then I'm yeah I'm breaking your rib cage. Yeah, yes, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, yeah. Thank you again for being here. We're really excited about your movie, and um, and it's I, called Fist Fight. It's called Fist Fight, February seventeenth. Oh, um, and I think the country's ready for a really good comedy and a good old fight and a good old fight, old-fashioned fight. Um, do you find, well, okay, this is, cause this is a question that's comes from my own experience with my career. I tend to get cast as, uh, dimwits and clueless and usually, usually high anxiety, um, mm-hmm. people who a lot of times I have to carry, uh, the exposition or something like that. And I don't think you have that. You have, I think you have a lot more leeway. Yeah. It's interesting. <sighs> Between my guy on Sunny and in Horrible Bosses and in Fist Fight, uh, maybe even Pacific Rim, like I don't go too far away from what might be familiar to an audience, and that's just in my sort of approach to the material because I like to yeah. kind of start from myself and then find truth in that, as opposed to saying, "All right, I have a limp and an accent." Right, right, and, right. You know, but um, so and I don't know if that's typecasting or or. Well, and and everyone has to service each other, you know, like everyone has to service the juxtaposition of each other's characters. You know, it's like, I don't think they ever considered me for the ice cube role in Fist Fight. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I think they're always just like, and you will be uh, nervous and uh, jittery. And have a lot more dialogue. Yeah, and have all the dialogue. And I'll take any casting I can get, though. That's the thing. Me too. Yeah, it's like good to work. That's not really true, is it? Well, not anything. Not, you know, not I gonna... mean, no, but at this point, I mean, like, what kind of roles do you want to play now? Do you want to continue with, you know, with the track you're on, which is comedy, or do you ever want to expand to drama? Or, um, yeah, no, of course. Uh, like, I didn't start out trying to be a comedian, but then Sonny just changed right. everything, uh, and we've been doing it for so long, it just gets so dug in, and then it led to the film opportunities that are all basically comedic. Um, I don't know. I don't think about it too much i don't like plot it out so kind of step by step and but i'm i don't know i like i just like acting to me it's not i'm not even really trying to do a comedy half the time so much as just do the best acting i can do in in that moment in that scene but the movies are comedic so yeah yeah like the truth of it is funny right like the sincerity of character ready to pop the question The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
after. I talk a lot about that because I didn't plan on going – well, I didn't think I would have a career in Hollywood, but I certainly didn't plan on going into comedy. I didn't think anything about me was very funny. And I ended up, you know, doing Scary Movie, and then that became – and then now I'm sort of known – for comedy and it for a while uh, I was always grateful to have a career but I resented the idea that I, I felt like I couldn't even get an audition or considered for for more dramatic things uh, now I'm really grateful that I'm in comedy because for a number of reasons I think it's brought me a lot of personal joy and I think it's incredibly difficult I enjoy the challenge of it and I think for especially for a woman it leads to more longevity mm. potentially it is more fun to make when it's working really well, you're cracking each other up on set because, yeah. you know, you can't not step out of the character for a moment and see see it from the audience's point of view and be amused by it. I right. Mean, it's just fun. Um, that can be something I'm saying or more like certainly when we do Sonny, um, Glenn Howerton who plays Dennis Reynolds, I'll get through entire scenes where I can't, I can't, I'm like, I'm, I'm so sorry, I can't, I can't even, I'm going to have to just bite my tongue and... and Look, I'm, I'm looking like at your chin and I'm thinking about something else because I'm just going to laugh because <laughs> I'm aware of it. And that's a fun way to work. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's more fun than like, okay, I was trying to think of my kid dying so I could get really sad. In this right, scene, right, right, know, right, right. Like, which um, I don't do, but. Okay. So I don't know how much you know about our podcast. We do a lot of really idiotic things. Has Caitlin Olsen told you anything? She told me not. She tells me nothing. She, she tells, tells me nothing. nothing. No. Uh, she was on a few weeks ago. We just had a great okay. time. Um, okay. So this is a segment called "How Would You Proceed?" All right. Here we go. Okay. I'm going to present a scenario. Yep. Mm -hmm. Good job there. Mm -hmm. um, there's more where that came from. Have a sip of that. Um, okay. Your agent calls you. All right. And tells you that Robert De Niro has requested a meeting with you mm -hmm. um, that very night at okay. 7:30. Okay. Um, your agent tells you that, you know, Bob was a little vague on the details about right. the, the project. Um, but he says, man, you really got to go. You, okay. when, you know, when Bobby calls, you got to go. Right. So when you arrive, you see that the plate, that, that his house, his beautiful house, his beautiful mansion up on Mulholland, is, it's kind of crowded. There's quite a few people around. Okay. Like maybe around 50 people. But Bobby comes right up to you. He's like, hey, man, thanks so much for coming. So great to meet you. Mm -hmm. We got a lot to talk about. You, you kind of start to notice at this point that there's some catering tables set up. And uh -huh. and uh, you, you, it's dawning on you that he's he's throwing a dinner party. He's a little shorthanded and, and uh, asks you if you wouldn't mind carrying a couple of the pokey tuna cones around on uh -huh. a platter just yeah. for a while. I think yeah. I'd do it. All right. Really? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, this is so weird. I got to do this. <laughs> I've got to do this. You know what I mean? And, and I, I, there's another piece of me in the back of my head be like, is this a test? Like, it's like. So you wouldn't question it. You would just say yes right away. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've, I've carried trays of food around before in my life. I could do it again. Um, so, I mean, I, I would, you know, in my mind, I'd be like, this is really bizarre. It's not like, you know, I didn't know where you're going with that. But if it was just like, all right, take your pants off and there's a you know circle of guys here, like then I'm out. But if if it's just like, uh, yeah, because I, I might take that poke tune over to like Harvey Keitel or something and then get into a conversation with him. That'll be interesting. And Harvey's yeah. not there. 
Harvey ain't there. It's no. just it's just his hotel buddies or whoever. Yeah, it's yeah. like so. Yeah, exactly. So I'd still do it. All right, all yeah. right. Well, wait, let me ask <laughs> you this: though. When you take the trades, are you going to go around and introduce yourself and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" And I'm Charlie Day, or are you just going to go no. around like a waiter and not say a word? I don't think I'm going to say a word. You're not going to say a word. No. If someone recognizes you, then you'll then you'll talk. If someone recognizes me, then then I'll just say. I don't know. My agent called me and I'm here serving tuna and it's as strange to me as it might be to you in this moment. I don't know where this is leading, but I would definitely do it. Would you push them hard? Would you be like, man, these are really good. You got to try one. Like, let's say, no, yeah, you, yeah. you know, you know what the party no, I, I would like. I wouldn't oversell because, you know, you don't want that guy walking around, you know. I'd, I'd, would you sneak a couple? Yeah, no, I absolutely. Because what's he going to do? Fire me? Like, I'm not joking. I would absolutely do it. All right. All right. I like it. And I it like would be so spirit. bizarre. And then after after it was over, I would go up to him and I would say, so how much are you paying me? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And I think he'd just say, man, this is volunteer work. You know, we're trying to raise money for a new for a new restaurant. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot. You did I mean, a great job. Yes. I'd have had to have the best talk show story. Yeah. It's true. Exactly. Yeah. It would All be, right. be 100% worth it. And then if I really realized that at the end of the day that it was just like, wow, this is he really just wanted people just like this is not a test it's not going anywhere. I'd probably steal something. <laughs> what would you steal? I don't know, like an ashtray or something. OK, something innocuous. Like a tchotchke? Yeah, just kind? a little. Yeah, just a little. Uh, just a little tchotchke. Just a little something to, to remember the experience. What if he has like an Maybe exact just a, the replica of, what was it, Laura's collection of the glass menagerie? I don't know why I thought that from Tennessee, but you know how she has all the glass figuring. Anyway, what am I talking about? Yeah, the glass yeah. menagerie. <laughs> yeah. You okay. went down a glass menagerie. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Okay. With you. All right. Well, yeah, you're on your way out. You see his glass menagerie collection. Yeah. You know, you just just replace like a little yeah. stone with a bottle cap a little, or something. Yeah, you know, like a tray. Right. The stone that the gravel stone you picked up outside. Okay. That would be so bizarre and amazing if that actually happened. It, yeah, I mean, I I, I would call my agent and be like, "Why did he call you? What like, <laughs> why not a catering company?" <laughs> okay, it's day. This is uh, how would you proceed? Number two, huh. it's day two, and you are filming. The candle holds a secret, directed and starring Sylvester Stallone. Awesome. Sly says um, he'd like to read with you, and he calls you into his trailer. You haven't had much interaction with him at this point. You didn't even audition with him. I'm Um, I'm looking for some Sly time. Yeah. Okay. You know, you knock on his trailer door. He says, come on in, dude. Welcome aboard, whatever. It's probably, it's not a trailer. It's one of those, like, RVs or whatever. Yeah. 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 Nobody else is in there. So uh, he closes the door. And then he says, uh, I'm going to need you to take off your pants and bend bend over. Okay. He explains that he's a rumpologist. A rumpologist. Which is a skill that uh, he learned from his mother. He studies the rump. Yeah. And he wants to do a reading on you because he likes to get a good idea of who he's working with. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, okay, absolutely. Hang on one second. Let me me pop back out of the trailer. Uh, Are you cool with that? Uh, Yeah, go ahead. And then I would go out of the trailer. And I would get to my car. <laughs> and leave? And I would leave. You wouldn't let Sly look at your ass? No, because where's that going? See, the, the catering well, thing. Apparently, he really does this. He really. No, his mom really his does mom this. His mom really his does His mom this. really is yeah. a rumpologist. Like, that's that's yeah, not, yeah. we're not making that up. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So he might, you know, so he he's might not be an gonna, amateur. He's not going to probe, but he's definitely going to examine. 
But he is qualified because his mom is. Yeah, no, he's a certifiable rumpologist. I don't think I would let him do that. Even though the candle holds a secret, is like there's already Oscar buzz on it. We've already established how I feel about awards. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I. No, you're out of there. I'm gone. Yeah. Do you you tell anybody? I tell everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I tell. Okay. (laughs) I tell everyone. Okay. And I, we, I put a stop to this practice, this okay. ridiculous practice of studying rubs. All right. All right. Fair enough. You let him do it? I, I don't think I would. Yeah. God. Why are we even questioning yourself? Why are you thinking like you're the, there's a I chance you I, would? I, no, but I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd be able to make that clean of an exit. He's out of there. Like he said he got in his car and he yeah. left. Like he quit the movie. Like I did. think I would. I yeah. think I would hem and haw. Because I, I know me and being in a trailer with Sylvester Stallone would be incredibly intimidated. I'd be scared in general, especially if there was no one in there. I would just yeah. – I would be freaked out. But I but I, I don't know if I could just make a clean exit like that. Like I might say something like, uh, you know what, I'm, I this is really uncomfortable. I'm on my cycle right now. Yeah. <laughs> Or so right. I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what I, I I think I would ha I would I would hem and haw about it. Also, I wear granny panties, which right. I mean, you'd be embarrassed he'd see those. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Or or I mean, I mean, I'd be embarrassed him looking at my asshole. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah, I don't know if that's what a rumpologist does. If they actually examine the asshole. But that's what we remember when we investigated this yesterday. <laughs> Apparently, that's yeah. They so that's what they, Sylvester Stallone's mom really does. I, I, that's what I heard. <laughs> to who? And what can you who tell? Is like, uh, excuse me, can you? <laughs> what can you tell? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to. It's like, it's like reading a palm, right? That's what they're saying. Like that's. Uh, it's like, yeah, but I can tell you have uncomfortable time sitting on hard surfaces because there's tons of hemorrhoids in here. <laughs> Uh, um, let's see what else can I tell and yeah exactly I can tell you what, don't wipe properly uh, I've learned that like yeah, what can like you possibly we, tell right what can you what can you possibly tell I don't know yeah well not, that would not be a, a a practice that I would want to go into either no rumpologist for you no no I could even if you were desperately needed in Syria wait okay so rumpologist yes. I'm looking at this right now it says the crack of your behind corresponds to the division of the two hemispheres of the brain, according to a blind German clairvoyant and rumpologist, <laughs> Ulf Becker. According to a man who can't see your butt. <laughs> corresponds to like the left and right. I mean, which I don't believe in the left and right brain, but that is that what it's? Yeah. Is that supposed to be the correlation? I mean, like, this is no. the left and right ass theory. Okay. And uh, okay, no, so here we go. Jackie Stallone will perform buttock readings using emailed digital photographs and has claimed to predict the outcome of the presidential elections and Oscar awards by reading the bottoms of her two pet Doberman pinchers. Did she break it to her son beforehand that he wasn't going to win? This- <laughs> Wait, there's so much going on with this. She's reading the dog's butts? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't even know where the to begin with this. Doberman pinchers. And those are like big dogs. Aggressive dogs. Yeah. Aggressive. Right. Aggressive dogs. <laughs> I don't this even know. This is all know true. How I mean, we're not making this, this up. This is all oh, true. Oh, come on. This is just Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. No, I think that he has gone on record as saying that his mom is a rumpologist. But well, anyway, we'll okay, get into we'll that later. stick to I that like story it. for now. I like it. <laughs> Until we get him. I like that it's a thing. <laughs> I'm really happy it's a thing. 
But it's a thing you wouldn't want to do. I mean, have done to you. No. Do you have you ever had your palm read? Yeah. And what about like tarot? Like, are you into that kind of thing? Tarot? Uh, no. It's like I'm, a, I'm pretty cynical. Me I, too. I, I feel like I like to say I feel like I have a very healthy sense of causality. Yeah, uh, I like that because I think like. The odds are you're going to get one of these things. And also, by the way, I'm also like all the explanations could mean anything. I, yeah, I've talked about this on the podcast before that when I was going through my really angry college phase, which lasted for a long time, high school, college, middle school, high school, anyway, for a very long time, um, that I would do like this party trick where I would have people draw a card from a deck of cards and it would be like whatever, you know, eight of spades. And I would say... You're a really creative person. There are things, though, that are like we, that. There are own the obstacles that you've put up for yourself that are help that are, mm-hmm. like are preventing you from achieving your dream. <laughs> um, I know that you have some issues with your parents. I want to say your mom. <laughs> and, and people would be, you know, they want to hear what they want to hear, and I would yeah. like. I was just pulling shit out of my. I mean, who isn't creative? Who doesn't have obstacles in their way? Absolutely. You're feeling a lot of happiness at times, but also there's the potential right. for sadness. Right. <laughs> Somewhere in there lies the truth for you. Yeah. You have to work on your connections with other people, but not right. s- not so much right. that you only spend time. You're an individual. In- <laughs> um, yeah. But you'd like to be alone. <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah, but having said all that, I'm not into astrology. I don't really believe in it and stuff, but I do sometimes think it's fun to like, I don't know. Oh, I think all that's fun. And by the way, if it's if you like find like sort of peace through it or you find your own happiness, then who's to say that that like for you, that's not the working sort of methodology of how to deal with your your stuff. I do remember, though, moving to L.A., it being jarring to me from Seattle which is like I feel like the birthplace of a lot of cynicism um, that it was jarring to me how many people seem to be finding solutions in everything in every in any new fad um, oh I've got this figured out now because now I do this there's a and lot that, of that out here yeah and I remember that being kind of like jarring that every few months somebody had a new answer to to like that a key to happiness or something um, yeah, I think a little bit of cyn- healthy cynicism is good there. Yeah. But may- maybe not so much so that you don't try any new stuff. Yeah, it's true. That's what that's the trap I fell into. I don't try anything new. So I don't know. And it hasn't really helped me. No, me neither. <laughs> yeah. But I know I wouldn't let Stallone look at my ass. <laughs> okay. So now um, it's Thursday. You're shooting. Um, it's always sunny. Do you start on Mondays, I assume? Yeah. Okay. So it's Thursday. It's lunch break, right? Uh-huh. You're you're in your trailer or dressing room. What do you have the trailer? Uh depends on if we're on location. Okay, or... you're on location. Okay, we're on location. Oh. I'm in the trailer. I kind of want you in a trailer, but for this scenario, I'm in a trailer. Okay, for this scenario, you just have to imagine that the bar is on location, which I'm sure it's not. It, it works. Okay, we can we can work it out. Okay, so um, you're eating lunch. Mm-hmm. Um. There's a knock on your trailer door. There's a cute brunette standing there smiling at you. Mm -hmm. And I will be her. Okay. 
Hey. Am, I, am I single? Is this a, is this is this long word? No, this is things? you. Okay, this is me. This is you. This is you. Changes. We're no. We're, we're gonna get to some single. Yeah, we're, we will get to that in a we'll second. Get, we'll get to some single stuff okay. in a second. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Charlie. Hi. Hey. Uh, hey, I'm Tash. Oh right. Yeah. Good to see, yeah, see you. Or yeah. 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 I'm bar patron number three. Yes. Yeah. You're doing but a I great just great job. Thank by the you. Way. Well, we yeah. haven't. I know we haven't actually rehearsed or done the scene yet. Yes. But um. But I was just telling. Um, one of the producers that I think I should have a name. I'm thinking uh, like Raquel. I know it's your lunch, mm-hmm. but um, I was just hoping that maybe um, you could like give me some advice on my line um, or we could like maybe run my line together or something like that. Okay. I'm sorry. What, which line is it? Um, my line is uh, whiskey diet, please. But I had some thoughts because I, I just want to like really be present in of the course. scene, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um. So do you mind if I come in really quickly? Oh, yeah. No. Okay. Um. It's it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. If you, it's like, yeah. I don't want to like take too much of your time. Um. But okay. So here's what I was thinking. Okay. Um. So I know you say something like, can I get you another like, um, or like, what, what yeah. do you, what, do you want another beer? Yeah. A whiskey diet is my, is Raquel's drink. Right. Okay. Um, so check it's, that script cause I it's scripted. you added that, but it's scripted whiskey diet, please. Uh huh. But I'm thinking I should say something like, I think I'll partake in another, uh, whiskey diet, with a slice of lime and then I'll kind of like do something seductive. They put me in, I think my wardrobe is something really gross, uh-huh. but I brought yeah. my own. Okay. So, and then I'm going to kind of like bend over and sort of like show you my tits. Great. And um, I'm just wondering, cause I feel like my character could expand into more of like a regular, like, uh-huh. cause I've, yeah, I feel tricky. like Raquel just like moved into the stuff. area. Um, right. And so she's going to be at the bar a lot. Yeah, and, it's po- you never know, you know. Okay. Um All right, well, I'll tell you so, what. Like if you if you have a different wardrobe thing uh that you want to do, see, well, is it that, okay that truck if it's down just there? under my coat? Uh-huh. I just I mean, cuz I feel like you're kind of in charge here. You know, I know that yeah. other people say they are, but I feel like you really are. Like right. you really have like this I got type. a lot of yeah. yeah. Um so so the, and then I'm and then I'm thinking so I'm going to lean down, right? Okay, yeah. And I think you should look at me and you should be like, "Oh man, what a rack." And I'll be like, "Oh my god, I didn't mean to expose that much of me." All right, that's and, a great idea. I'll tell you what. We can try one that way and we'll, we'll get one the scripted way and then we'll try one your way. Um, it's so cool you guys are so open to that because yeah. I was told earlier that I shouldn't really oh, no, add a lot. A, we tried things different ways. Okay. You know what though? I have a couple phone calls I need to make and the, okay, and just the lunch to, break is getting over. Oh, okay. Really, I know. I know. Ooh, what do you really, eat for lunch? Oh, yeah, yeah. What the, are you the, eating? All the are you on like a special did diet? The, did you see the truck down there? The catering <laughs> I did, truck down there? but I am on a crazy diet myself. Wow. I'm um, sure. I'm sure. But what do you eat for lunch? Just because you look really good. Oh th- man, thanks this so much. This show is so funny. Oh thank I'm you. I'm so like I, gotta, I have to tell you like this is my dream. <laughs> Who are you calling? I I am I am calling. Do you have an agent? Because I I'm I need my to change wife. my. I'm, oh oh your yeah. wife is so sweet. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, that's so sweet. How long have you guys been married? A long time. I gotta go. Good to see you. Oh my god, but wait, but wait, 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 wait. Uh-huh. Just one last question. Okay, so when we do get on stage. Um, wait, wait, wait. You, do you want to come in the trailer and have sex? 
Yeah. Oh yeah, come on, come on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I wasn't picking up on any of those signals. Yeah, let's oh just God. get this done. Yeah. yeah, I think that's gonna be the only, yeah. only way to get you to stop talking. Oh my God, no, yeah. no, 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 I love to talk during uh, sex. All right, then never mind. I gotta go. Oh. And then I lock the door. Has that ever happened to you? Anything no, like that? No, Not thank even God. Close? No? Thank God. <laughs> Extras or do they ever come up to you and they... Uh, people are flirty or smiley, but people always... And I, I am not... Like, I, I run. <laughs> from, like, uh, you know, every now and then you're like, all right, that girl's looking for some attention. But not that. That was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Ta- Tash, Tash is a little is crazy. crazy. We've Tash used it crazy. before a couple yeah, times. Yeah. yeah, she's a little crazy. She's a little too crazy to sleep with. Yeah, but you were very kind. Some of our no, guests, that's my problem. Is like some of our guests have like shut her down. I, 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 they, they, I think he shut you down. You did. I did, but it took some time. But like, that's my problem too, because people see see the 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 weakness in me, and they they'll be like, oh, he'll talk to me, and I will. Like you know, like I won't just be. I'm, to I'm the same way. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive in June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. And then there comes a point in time where you're like, oh, I cannot be talking to this person. It's got to stop. Then there's like the, like, hey, we should exchange numbers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm the kind of person who's like, here's my number. I've done that a few times where I just, yeah, really Given, regretted it. Yeah. And you get text messages afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't respond. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm like, oh, hopefully they'll think I, they got the, they wrote it down. Wrong. <laughs> what do you think? Five minute break? Five minute we'll break. Calls? Okay. working actor relationship yeah i mean it's amazing because you both understand each other's like dreams and goals yeah and you understand the sacrifice that it has but i mean i know how hard it is to like manage long distance relationships and yeah like all the other stuff we just make an effort to make sure that the kid and the relationship is more important than the other stuff yeah like so this last job the reason they all we all came together was because it just timed out where she she was off for a little bit and it's like all right well then we'll do it we'll all go yeah. together you know and we'll do it and 
Well, that happened. Meryl's did a movie called Masterminds, which got like kind of buried because uh, relativity went under. But it was like it was Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, Galifianakis and Wig, and yeah, it was a funny movie. And um, and that just happened. Like she got that one. I'd finished Sunny, so I went. You know, and, and oh, that's great. Yeah, and which I loved. It was the great, like the greatest. So try to do that. Try to work in town as much as I can. Yeah, and that's what's nice about the shows. That's what's great about the shows. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's a big part of the reason why I keep doing it, which is like, yeah, I'm, I'm here. I get to see my kid. Yeah. I get to go be funny and I get to, you know, the people still love the show and then no, nobody gets hurt. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like right now I'm, I'm about to have to leave again. Then I have to go to China uh, to finish the movie. And I'm real worried about leaving the kiddo, you know? Yeah. My wife, she can handle it. Yeah. We can handle it. Yeah, because they're at that age, at least Jack is at that age now where he, when he was younger, it was easier. It was harder to travel with him, but it was easier because he what he wasn't fully aware of the idea because Chris and Jack are really, really close. And he wasn't fully aware of the idea, but he wasn't fully aware of the idea of him being gone, but now he is. Yeah, that's I'm going through that too. We have a, there's a daddy and son thing. And, yeah. And it's tough. I even feel like t- today... You know, and like he was passed out in the car and I carried him in, put him in his bed and then he woke up and he's like, oh, I'm home. <laughs> and then we ran around for like five minutes and I had to go do a press thing and another press thing. Yeah. And I feel bad. It's like, oh, you're back in your home and yeah, I'm, I'm gone. I know. But whatever. That's, that's yeah. He'll live. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or he won't, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Thought for the day. Right. Okay, so uh, Sam, Yeah, we're ready, let's, to, uh, let's we're ready say, to call some yeah. people. Uh, we're going to call Shelby first, and Shelby is... Where is she? Oh, she's in L.A. She's here in L.A., and she's 25. Hello? Hey, Shelby. Hi. Hi, it's Sim, and I'm going to introduce you to Anna right now. Hi, Shelby. Anna! Hi. H- how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thank you. Um, and we're here with Charlie Day. Hi, Shelby. Oh my gosh, uh, Charlie Day. Hi. <laughs> How you doing? He's of course uh, known for "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," and he's got a new movie coming out February seventeenth called "Fist Fight." That's mm-hmm. hysterical. With Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. With Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. So you should go. <laughs> Um, but thank you for, uh, for submitting a question and thanks for being on our podcast. And I don't know what your yeah. uh, what the deal, cause I'm, I'm always kept in the dark, which is, uh, sort of by choice. So Charlie doesn't feel alone. Yeah. I know nothing. <laughs> so Shelby, tell us about this predicament that you're in right now. So, um, a couple months ago I was working on set of this really low budget TV show as a stand in where I met this guy who was part of the crew and he was a head of the grip department and we hit it off right away. And he really liked me. We hung out on set all the time. He would buy me lunch. Uh, Every time I was on a break, you know, he'd hang out with me and he would ask me out and he wasn't really my type, but um, he was just so persistent in asking me out that I just kind of said yes. And this had been going on for about a month. So we make a date for the weekend. And then a couple of days before our date, I decide to look him up on Instagram because I never even thought to do that. I go on his Instagram and I notice something weird about his pictures. And I see that he's married with three kids and his wife is pregnant with their fourth child. 
Oh, and um, I was just really confused and upset because we seemed really close and he was just so excited about our date. And I thought, like, did I misread this? Like, was this like weird flirting? So when I go back to work the next day, I ask one of the other crew members who worked under him, who also became kind of my friend. I was like, hey, did you know that he was married? And he's like, yeah, he told us not to tell you because he really wants to sleep with you and didn't want like his chances being ruined of that happening. And I was like, oh, my God. But I didn't want to wrap my friend out for saying that because that's kind of his boss. And I didn't want to make work weird. You know, I canceled our date thing. I was just busy. And um, for the whole rest of the, the next month, he kept asking me out and he was getting more and more upset about it that I wasn't giving him an answer. And I finally just said, you know, I don't think it's a good idea because you're married. And he got really quiet and um, he just said, oh, yeah, you heard about that, huh? We're probably going to get a divorce soon. Oh, God. We've been out of love for so long. Oh, like, my God. He's so spoiled. Yeah. Just, oh, gross. And I was like, oh, you know, that's a shame that you're so unhappy in your marriage. And he was just like, yeah, but just because I'm married doesn't mean that we can't, you know, be together or do stuff. Still, I was making a joke out of it. Like, no, I can't date a married person. I'm sorry. Work ended and we went our separate ways. And I thought that was the end of it. But then he kept texting me. And it was like, hey, are you still single? Do you want to go out sometime? And I would still, you know, answer no. Funny that he was and... asking you if you're single. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's like, I don't want to date anyone uh, married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, what really got me, uh, which is why I sent in my question, was uh, during Christmas time, he, he sent, you know, a, a Merry Christmas text to me. And then again, he said, Hey, are are you seeing anyone? Do you want to go out for that date again? I said no. And I went on his wife's Instagram page and I saw that she, you know, took a Christmas photo with her family and he was sitting right there with her. And he probably sent that text to me that same time. And she's pregnant, like she's still pregnant now. And I just feel this really strong need to tell her that I don't know what to do. <laughs> So oh, I was wondering if you could give me advice. Uh, this is a tough one. I know, Anna. This is this is a really tough one. <laughs> this is uh, a really I, tough I feel one. like I have the uh, clear thinking on this. Yeah, really. Good. Right. Here? Charlie. Here here's what I would I would do. I would say I would tell this lovely man, um <laughs> seems like a real winner. Uh if I were you, I would say, look, if you ask me on a date one more time, I'm gonna tell your wife. And then you're off the hook. But I, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't get in the middle of all that. Yeah, I wouldn't get in the m middle of it either. And I think you can say, um, I'm hesitant about the threat. I think that it could be simpler than that. I, just like I live my life to a different, with a different moral code, and I don't appreciate you texting me and asking me out when you're married. And I, I don't know. I knew like, you were going to say that, Anna. And. You know, Shelby and I talked yeah. the other day and Shelby, tell us about your your dad and why you feel so strongly about potentially confronting the woman. Um, I didn't really want to go out with this guy because he really just reminded me of like a younger version of my dad. And my dad had cheated on my mom a couple of years ago. Um, and there's like a lot of parallels with this relationship. Like um, my dad is born on the same day as this guy. He has four daughters. I'm the oldest of four girls. And they both work in film production. And my dad had cheated before, but never told my mom. He just revealed that to her later. And it's just, 
uh, my mom really wishes that someone would have told her a long time ago that this okay. was going on. And I just feel like oh, it's like a sign from Shelby, the universe. This, no, it's this too is perfect. This is not your place. No. Yeah. That, uh, if you were a, closer to the family, yeah. potentially. You okay? A couple, a couple things here. Yeah. I, I feel like I gotta just yeah, pr- yeah, yeah, protect do it. you. Yeah. Like, okay, first of all, look, this woman's if, she, if she's pregnant, and that's an inc- incredible amount of stress on a woman, and like, yes. you would be doing her a great disservice of putting her through this right now. And since this man has not slept with you and he's only been a creep and he hasn't crossed that line or you haven't crossed that or line. you haven't crossed that line. Secondly, look, people are nuts and like you could get shot. Like this woman, yeah. this woman oh, could God. be like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm so serious. Yes. Like this woman the could be like, is a ba- it's a bad place to be. Yeah. You, you might think you're helping her and she might be like, F you, Crazy. bitch. I'm going to fucking kill yeah. you. Yeah. So I, yeah. I would keep this between you and the guy. But I would mm-hmm. just simply say, please don't text me anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think you just have to stop that. But like without being right. anything, without saying anything dramatic or like, I think it just can be as simple as please don't text me anymore. Because also. Right. And I have. Good. Yeah. I, and I think. And just, he, he slowed down. But still, every once in a while, I'll be like, hey, you know, how are you? <laughs> I think. And then maybe you say like, um. I, I don't, please don't make me send this text again, but mm-hmm. I can't have you texting me anymore because you know what? As soon as she suspects something, if she doesn't already, cause you're not the first, you won't be the last, she's going to go through his phone. You're going to get a weird phone call in the middle of the night. Like what, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. Um, oh God. And yeah, don't open this can of worms. Yeah. I think that you have to just reiterate like for my own personal hassle, I don't want to have to change your number. But if you text me again, that's what I'm going to have to do. Yeah. And because, you know, in our, it, especially in our industry, I mean, we see it all the time, like because of the long hours and like there's a lot of infidelity in our in our industry in everywhere. But it, but in our industry a lot because mostly because of the long hours and because it's um very it can be very insulating work. You kind of feel like everyone's overworked and exhausted and exposed to new people, especially young, attractive people. So I guarantee that you're, you're not the only one and you won't be the last, but mm-hmm. it, like Charlie said, out of protection for yourself. Yeah. For, Cause you haven't um, done anything wrong here. Like no, this, this guy is just exactly the right you, thing. Right. And so you not, right. you're not even involved in their whole. And don't feel guilty about thing. checking out the Instagram page. That's not stalking. That's, <laughs> That's, yeah, what? I mean, that's, you that's didn't, what you're you, supposed to do. Yeah, and that's doing and, your homework. And I and I would even be a little careful of this friend who is like, you know, I didn't want to tell you because he wanted to fuck you. What kind of friend is that? Don't answer his text. Say something like, "Just don't do this to me anymore." Yeah. Just you're 25. You got a wonderful life to live. Don't get caught in someone else's weird crap. Just, yeah, uh, you're right. Yeah. You know? And you know what? The sad thing is she's probably going to find out from somebody else with somebody else. You know what I mean? Down the road. Yeah. Hopefully. And look, he's, he's not your father. Yeah. He's just some creep. Yeah. And, um, you know, if, and, if you need to work on that stuff, you should talk to some, 
you know, not some actors, yeah. <laughs> like, but like, <laughs> you know, like talk to someone and work that out. And, and, you know, so you don't carry that into your uh, yeah. future relationship. But I, I totally understand your, like your desire for her to know, but I just think you're going to be the villain in this. And, uh, and, mm-hmm. and, and it will, like Charlie said, especially, you know, if she's pregnant, it's going to be incredibly stressful for her. And, and uh, and and I do think that if he continues this behavior, he's it's gonna it's gonna come out in the wash, and it'll be horrible for her, and, and you know, potentially horrible for him. But yeah, he's he's a creep. But I I gotta hand it to you for not like caving into any kind of temptation because people do, and good for you for not. Yeah, and, good for you. Um, <laughs> I think you were you were really strong about this. Um, but yeah, I think. It's only disastrous for you without, like I said earlier, like it, it would be really different if you were really close with the family, with her and him, then mm-hmm. then that's a whole different conversation. And I, st- I don't know what the right answer for that would be either. But um, but for you, not, not knowing her and, and everything. And because, you know, she could very well draw her own conclusions like, oh, so you did fuck my husband or, you know what I yeah, mean? Like, I mean, I, it could be potentially oh. dangerous. Yeah. And look, at the end of the day, all we have is our ability to kind of look in the mirror and look at ourselves and either say, I'm I'm happy with who I am. I'm not out there. I don't hurt anyone. I'm not hurting people. Or if I have, I, I'm, I'm, I have remorse for it or whatever it is. And right now you're in you're in a good place here. And what an idiot to think that you, you know? wouldn't like go on his Instagram. What an yeah, idiot. what was but, he thinking? But you know what? And not just her. I don't know. You could bring on his rage, and you got to work with this mm-hmm. guy. So like, all of a sudden, his his he's not allowed to see his children anymore. He's looking at you like that's your fault, although it's not your fault. So just just luckily you don't have to just run away. Yeah, yeah. Just get away. But 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 I would definitely say please don't text me anymore. The yeah. next time that he texts her. He should immediately write, don't text me anymore. Yeah. And if and then if he does again, say, I really don't want to have to change my phone number out of my – like out of my own personal convenience. That's a big hassle for me. But if you continue to text me, I'm going to have to. And I and, and please don't make me do that. Don't text me again. And the next time yeah. a guy's hitting on you that you think is not your type – Go with your instincts because I think you have good instincts. <laughs> I know. You might have been picking up yeah, on the fact yeah. that he was Because uh, then at least <laughs> – yeah. oh, but just to go back to the texting, at least then there's a text trail that you've left if his wife does go through his phone. Yeah. Good point. Right. Very good point. And you have like a solid argument like I didn't do I didn't do anything. And if there's ever – if it ever comes to a dramatic place. But you you can clear yourself of and, – and be – very much the innocent party member as opposed to saying Merry Christmas to you too, Happy New Year, you know, whatever. Don't do any of that, of course. This guy's a creep and he's going to be creeping for a long time. Yeah, go find a nice guy. They're a little hard to find in L.A., but they are out no, there. No, they're out there. Hey, Shelby, oh. this advice seems pretty obvious. Are you good with this? Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and I love it that you kind of already knew what to do. And I'm sorry that stuff happened with your dad. Yeah. Um, but this woman, this woman will probably find out and it's going to be horrible, but I don't think it should come from you. Or you know what? Maybe he'll, she'll come close to finding out and maybe something will freak him out and he'll stop and maybe. Th- they'll work mm-hmm. it out and the kids will be happy and the family will be yeah, tighter. Yeah. But yeah, you know, you know, it don't, it's, that's not your job. Yeah. Just don't, 
don't uh, right. don't put yeah. yourself in the middle of that. Yeah, yeah, and I guess also to the larger picture, be careful on film sets for predators. Yeah, because yeah. Um, there's some creeps out there. Yeah, but uh, don't you think, especially on film sets? Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, no, I think that I, like I think so. Yeah, it's it's an environment where there's a lot of dudes, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, in the actress capacity, you can be easy targets, and so just just you know, keep keep your eye out for that. They they all. You know. Yeah, and the fact that this guy's not getting hit, like no means no, and you've yeah. already told him no. Like this, this is a this is a bad dude. I don't like this guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't like this dude. Shelby, thank you so much yeah, for hanging out with us tonight. Thank yeah. you. Good luck to you. Thank yeah. you so much. Man, poor yeah. Shelby. Yeah. I know, but I'm I'm I'm. But she really, you know, when I talked to her on the phone, she really felt like she wanted to tell. Of course, yeah. because that's why well, I wanted her on the because I, I knew, especially Anna, I knew what you were gonna say, so. She needed to hear it because I agree with you completely. But you know, yeah. a twenty-five-year-old girl doesn't who doesn't have kids and is not and never been married. Yeah, you don't like you can't yeah. really understand the weight of all that. Yeah, like, you can't be you can't be breaking that no. stuff up. Especially like maybe you can be breaking it up if you guys like if you're pregnant with his baby and it's a whole fucking thing. And I'm telling but you, like, she's gonna look through his phone, and that's why she has to guard herself. Mm-hmm. But all, like all, she's been turning him down the whole time. Like no, I know, but but in yeah. a very like no, like no, no. I'm saying, but I'm just I'm saying, why would she ever? She just shouldn't, you know. Yeah, right, right. But no, you know what I'm saying. No, even casual. Oh, I don't know if she busted. got in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No casual, like Happy New Year. Nope, things. nothing, yeah. nothing at all. Yeah, done. Um, yeah. All right, so we have one more call, and we're gonna call Katie right now. She's in Seattle, Anna, hometown, hometown girl, and she's 27. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello. Hey, Katie. It's Sim. Hi, Sim. Anna, say hi to Katie. Hi, Katie. Um, Great. How are you guys? Good. You're here with Charlie Day. Hi, Katie. Hi, Charlie. How are um, you? I'm super excited for this call. I'm so, and um, right. thank you so much for submitting a question and for agreeing to be on this insane podcast. But it, you're up in Seattle. Is it rainy? Is I it- am. It's actually, a, it was a beautiful, clear day in Seattle. It was gorgeous. One of those days where you just want to be outside, but it's been great up here. Not the typical drizzle. Oh, that's there nice. Go. There's nothing like a beautiful day in Seattle. It's it's magical. Have you spent any time in Seattle? I have spent time in Seattle. I love Seattle. It's beautiful it's city. A great city. Katie, tell us about this guy you met on the Bumble dating app. Charlie, are you familiar with Bumble? 
No, I am not. <laughs> well, you know, you I, know I just t- got on Instagram. You know what I'm Tinder so is, not, right? Like, I do know what Tinder is. But on Bumble, the women have all the control. So if you match up with a woman, the uh, the woman gets to make the first move, and she gets to decide whether or not she wants to text the guy. Cool. Yep, that's all cool. you need to know. <laughs> Anyways, she met this guy on Bumble, and tell us about this guy and what's going on. Okay, so I met this guy on Bumble. We started chatting at like the end of November. We've been dating for a couple months now. He was actually out of town for most of January, which he told me in December. Um, for work? For traveling for fun. Oh, like okay. Like skiing and traveling and having a great time. That sounds like a Seattle um, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a, it's like a badass outdoor Seattle guy, which I love. Yeah, I do and see you. Before he left, he asked me, um, will you be dating anyone when I'm gone? And I told him, like, hey, I actually I deleted my profile. Um, which at the time I thought I had, but I'm an idiot. And two weeks later, I realized I hadn't. And so I deleted it then. And I assumed he would follow suit. There were lots of signs that we were exclusive and it was very implied. But last weekend I was super bored and I actually like redownloaded Bumble just for like 10 minutes to swipe left on everyone. And then I was just going to delete it. It was just like a, a boring thing to do, but his profile popped up. And it showed that he was active recently when I dropped him off at SeaTac, which um, oh, kind of hurt. Because yeah, you well, first of all, you gave him a ride to the airport. That's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now I kind of want to talk to him about it because, like, he showed me where his spare key is. He talks about future plans. It seems very much like we're exclusive, but he's obviously been using the dating apps. Uh, and I, I'm hoping you can help me come up with a way to talk about it where I don't sound like I'm crazy for – you well, know, that app and creeping myself because I wasn't intending to, but. How, how long have you guys been dating? I'm sorry. Two, about two months. Oh, two months. And he was gone for part of that time. Yeah, he's been gone about half the time. We've been on like a total of 11 dates. And okay, and then he came back and then, and now he's gone again because you dropped him off at SeaTac. Yes. Off once again, sort of doing his mountain climbing, whatever business. He actually got back Monday. He was gone, but he got back on Monday. So I saw him Monday, and I didn't bring it up then because it was like his first day back. But everything went well. You're worried that his app is still open, and then he continuing to to swipe. Yes, correct. But you're also worried about how to bring that up to him because you don't want to seem like you don't. Where right, are we? Right. You don't want to like seem like you're pressuring him, but you're also worried about it because you don't want him to say, "Well, what the? Why did you start yours again?" Well, she has a valid excuse, yeah. though. I think I think she can be. I mean, listen, I've noticed a few things in like, especially with younger dating, especially with internet, with like internet dating. Do people call it that? I don't know. Yeah, online dating. Yeah, online so, dating. I mean, apps, I guess, are considered, yeah. considered online. But, well, but part of the trend I've noticed, um, like especially with doing the podcast, is this is this big trend of of not defining what a relationship is and like sort of this. This and I don't know if whether it comes from a desire to leave doors open or if it comes from like being scared of being really honest or if it comes from a place of like a person, usually a dude, not to gender stereotype, 
but being like, well, why do we have to define anything? Um, so they can, you know, whatever, do their thing. And and then and from a from a women's perspective, oftentimes it's like, well, I don't want to come across as clingy or that, you know, I'm pressuring him to be in a relationship or to be exclusive when maybe he's not ready. Will that drive him away? That's sort of some of the stuff that we've noticed, um, I think, doing the podcast. But I think in your case, do you think his action was retaliatory? Or do you think well, it he was... wouldn't know? He wouldn't know that she had the, the app. Oh, she wouldn't. He wouldn't know. She went on for fun for right. No, no, no. But before, remember before, she said, "Are you still going to be on Bumble? Are you going to delete your profile?" Right, and right. she said he, yes, exactly. but then she didn't for a couple weeks. Right, right. She so forgot. Did to. right. So did he? Can he know? He knows that he would know that. So maybe he saw you that you were. Maybe <clears> he that's saw that you were still you. on the app. Was it a retaliatory thing that he? If he's like, well, if she's not going to delete it, then I'm not going to delete mine. And maybe he just kind of kept it inside and decided right. not to bring it up. That why are you still right. on the app? Or exactly. I mean, I would be a little forgiving with each other at this point. I think so you're, too. You're super young. You've only been dating two months. But you, I would like, be honest. I would definitely be honest. I, like. To go on an app for fun where you look at people who are potential dates is an interesting and telling thing, but that's it's okay. Like, I've been with my wife for 15 years. I look and I'm attracted to women all the time. That's all right. That's a human thing. But you just got to be honest. Like, if you really want to have a real relationship with him and if, if, if you're someone who wants to be in a long relationship, then honesty is all you're ever going to have. Yeah, and, and how does she bring it up though? Because uh, she's going to say that I was still on the app and then she's going to have to say that. That's oh. okay. Then be honest. Just be like, yeah. look, I got on there. I don't know why I just did. I, I had the urge to, and I saw you on there and can we talk about it? Yeah. I think that's exactly right. I think what Charlie said is exactly right. Like, like I, yeah, I, I was bored. Um, and, and truthfully, you know, it kind of, and I saw your profile was still up and I, I just want to talk about, would you like us to be exclusive? How? What are your feelings? Do you want to go out on other dates? I, I just, I would like to know. I'm not going to judge you either way. I just, you know, I want to know kind of where where we're standing right now. Yeah, it's and, scary right? to be your most honest self. It is. But, you know, even if sometimes your most honest self is like, hey, I don't know. I was kind of thinking about other guys and I went on this, but I, but I like you the most, you know, like... But it's a way of her also protecting herself, too, because she's going to always be wondering if they continue to see each other. Well, is he still going out with other people? And do I not know? And um, when I, you know, when I, when I think it feels like we're exclusive at this point, but maybe we're not. Like, if he's a normal person, he's not going to overreact to this and he's going to answer this very rationally and, and with a lot of reason. If he's an abnormal person, then that's a red flag. Um, yeah, your ability to communicate is really all you have in a relationship. Yeah. And if you're the type of people that can have this happen and talk through it and, yeah. and both kind of grow from it, like this is a good guy, you know? Yeah. And if, and if you guys can't communicate through a situation like this, then you probably never will learn. Yeah, to. yeah, exactly. And I don't think you have to necessarily, you know, uh, be as direct as saying, are we boyfriend and girlfriend? But does she call him out on the app? Does she do that? Yeah, why yeah. not? Why not? Yeah, because uh, I don't th- I think that Charlie's, uh, Charlie's right. That th- that's not, not going to freak him out at all? 
Well, well, then screw uh, him. Okay, yeah. So you're saying that because she was on the app too, obviously. Listen, then and he, he and can easily go back to her and say, and "Well, you were on it as well." Then fair enough, and then right. let's talk about it. But, but also, listen, they're only they're young in the relationship, but this guy is doing his own thing, right? Like he's doing his thing. He's traveling. He's doing his adventures. And so she needs to have some degree of control of her being able to do her own thing. And if he doesn't understand that and expects her to like wait or around or while he does his life journeys and whatever he wants to to do, it's putting you on hold while he has kind of his, his own sort of freewheeling agenda and he might be the most awesome guy in the world and he he, you know he might be totally over the moon about you and he just wants to do some traveling and shit like that but I think that conversation needs to be had and and if he's if he's a confident rational person I think um he'll be able to completely have that with you the biggest red flag for me is when he said that when he asked you if you're still on the app and then yet yet he continues to be on the app Right, but you don't think he removed him? I don't know. No, he was still on the app. Yeah, that is weird. You're that's right. weird. Yeah. So that's that's, weird. The, that's a huge red flag right there. So I don't yeah. know if if you know. I mean, you guys are giving him a lot of credit. I feel. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're maybe, right. maybe. You're maybe. Right. Yeah. Like so. Wait, hang on. He asked you, "Are you still on the app?" You have to walk us through this because we <laughs> yeah, know yeah, what we yeah. have. Walk the old people yes. through it. So before he left, he was like, "Are you still going to be bumbling when I'm gone?" And I was like, actually, I deleted my profile. And then he replied, well, he like joked, like the moderators kicked me off because I posted a bunch of dick pics, which was a great joke and a great way of like deflecting the conversation so he didn't have to reciprocate. And I just kind of assumed once I deleted mine, he would follow suit. And I felt bad, like when I realized a couple weeks later I hadn't, but. Right? What, but, but does it make talking, sense now? Yes, you're talking does. social media etiquette and all this, sh- and like, you can't ever find anything out about a person without just talking to them. That's right? true. Yeah. Like, I mean, and he, you can just this, say, do you want to date other people? Yeah. You said you didn't and realize you he del- didn't delete your app. Does he like, maybe he doesn't know that he didn't delete his app. So yeah, I think, and I think you can say it in like, you don't have to say it in an accusatory to- tone. Cause we don't know right. enough about this guy to know if he's a dick or not. But, but I think you can say like, yeah, like, so are, are you continuing to date online? Because I, I, I want to know, because if so, I want to leave those options open for myself as well. You know, now being uh, 40 years old and, like, looking back on my life, um, if there's anything that I could have done differently in any kind of relationship or certainly when I was younger, I think I would have just been – more courageous mm-hmm. you know i think Me too. I, it's so easy for us to say it in hindsight 40. so yeah. i'm very sympathetic to being first of all the two first months of any dating thing are the most intense and yeah. romantic and and you know it's all the motions are raw but if there is some courage in you and someone and, and if you believe in yourself and your ability to either be loved by this man or find someone else who will love you in the way that you want to be loved then I would trust that courage and I would just be honest with a guy and just say, look, I saw this. This is how I feel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tell me how you feel and then we'll take it from there. Yeah. yeah. And in your gut, do you feel like he's not ready to – because to me he sounds like he's 
just just the traveling stuff alone that's not about work seems to me like he's not ready to com- to make a commitment. I don't know if I'm right about that. What does your gut say? No, he says he like just takes a big vacation every January. And like right after he met me, he's like, I feel bad that I'm going on this big trip oh, right after I met an okay. amazing girl. Um, and we spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Well, then, then yeah, then all the more reason to kindly be honest. I bet he really likes you, but yeah. I bet he's not totally ready to get married to you. <laughs> like, you know, it's that thing where it's like, two, how old is this guy? He's 35. I'm 27. Oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that does actually I was, put a different it does, twist on yes. it. Wait, wait, thinking, this does change things a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. it totally I was does. thinking like two young 27-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's what I was thinking yes. too. I had no oh, idea. I mean, they, I mean, what, what, I mean they're I just take a what. vacation every January. What kind of, what the fuck? I want to take a vacation every fucking January. <laughs> yeah, get a job, you bum. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking get off Bumble, no, you but You've taken so many turns on this call. I know. I know. I know. But that, I'm just, I'm more, I'm just kidding. Like, Do, he can, can I, still be a great guy. Can I ask you, uh, without you having to reveal too much, what he does for a living? Oh, yeah. Um, he works in, like, the medical field. So I think he, he, like, took some paid time off and some paid vacation. Okay. Okay. All right. So he has a lot of stability in his job. It's not like he's working at REI teaching kids how to rock climb the, the rock climb wall. <laughs> That's what I was imagining. Um, yeah, he's like an outdoor badass, but not a ski bum, which is really hard to find. So yeah. I like that. Just, just you got to believe in yourself. Then, yeah. And so, but, you know, the good news about him being 35 is that hopefully he's mature enough to hear this conversation. And to to respond in like a mature enough way, whether that's the news you want to hear or the news you don't want to hear, you definitely need an answer to this. Otherwise, it is going to be nagging at you all the time. And hopefully you won't do something stupid like I would have done at your age, which is just like get wasted and be like, I'm going to fuck somebody if you don't call me back right now, which I never (laughs) did because I never had courage but I would just <laughs> but you know what I'm saying like I I what I don't think I was capable of like rational honest conversation um yeah like it's, it's not easy to do it takes no. it takes real balls but like wouldn't you say that all your arguments even your arguments to this day are usually about the way in which you're communicating with one another you're assuming that someone feels one way or did something with a you know like that Chris had a certain intention by something he said or something he did. And then you guys, you know, you'll argue over something and then you'll kind of talk it out and be like, oh, okay, actually you meant this. I'm feeling that. It's those miscommunications yeah, that yeah. are that, yes. you know. And and I and I tend to harbor, like I'll, I'll hold things in for a long time. Right. And, and then let it build up because right. you just haven't talked about it. And then it turns it. out it's something innocuous. Exactly. It's either one or the other. You, you, if you have the courage to just be honest with this guy, then you guys are going to talk through it and it's going to be all good. And hey, maybe you found the great non-ski bum adventurer guy who can talk through stuff. But whether a guy's an adventurer or not, whether he's a tall, strapping, handsome man or just a small, little, beautiful man like myself, it's all about communication. You know what I mean? It's just like, if it's yeah. just about whether or not and, people can talk to each other. And if he says, you know, oh, yeah, I've still been on Bumble... I think then maybe you can say, and I don't know if you guys would agree with me on this. Um, well, I, I'm a little curious because when we had a conversation about it earlier, it felt like uh, maybe I misinterpreted you, but it felt like you were kind of asking me to potentially get off of Bumble. That's fair. Um, and 
So, I, so I, I just want to know what is this then? You know, like, right. um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he'd be like, when, yeah, and I thought you were going to, and then a week later I saw right. you were still on, yeah. and, and then so you I could was explain like, yourself, like, you know what, I forgot, and and then you were, you know, gone, and and I'm and I feel guilty, but, but I, you know, out of boredom, I I checked back in, and and then I saw that you were still on it, and it made me feel really confused. Um, yeah, I think confusion is the best way to go. Yeah, because you are confused. You are confused. That's the honest truth. You're just confused. Just be yeah. honest. Just be honest. Yeah, I'm I'm confused about this, and um, but will you let us know how it goes? Um, I feel like a lot of our listeners are gonna yeah. be curious about yeah. this. Let's find out if he's a good guy or an asshole. Yeah, let's find out. Let's find out. But we'll, we'll um, know for sure. Yeah, and don't be scared because I think I think that it'll definitely be revealing how he deals with this, and you'll get an answer one way or the other just simply by his response whether or not if you over you know if he overreacts that means something um and if but if he's rational and has you know a a decent explanation even if it is like you know what i i do kind of think i want to you know date other people as well how do you feel about that and you can say well i'm okay with it or i'm not okay with it you know or give me some time to think about it um i i like you and i enjoy spending time with you um, you know what I mean? Like but at if, least she'll, she'll know. At least she'll know. At least she'll know, at, like from from his his response, what what kind of temperament he has. So that'll be good. But yeah, Katie, um, it's hard. It's hard to be honest. But I think it, I think once you start doing it, it'll come easier and easier and easier. Yeah, and the more the better you get at it. Yeah, and it shows a lot of confidence in yeah, you. Yeah, the better like, you'll be in. Let's say this this it doesn't work out and it crumbles apart, but you've learned about yourself a lot and you can bring that into the next thing and you will you will be loved. You're gonna people are and, going to love yeah, you. You're and gonna you know, be okay. And as women, we're constantly worried about being needy and overbearing because there's so many movies and or whatever about like, well, you better put a ring on it, or like get a ring, or like where's it going? Where are you headed? And and, and and those are important questions. Those are questions that I like to know too. Like I want to know where I'm going. I want to know if I, – I just want to know the parameters. And that the, that's very valid. But I don't think you should feel guilty at all about um, the idea of pressuring him into – you know what I mean? Don't, don't – try to not let that stuff um, prevent you from having this conversation, I guess. Does that make any sense? Okay. Did yeah. I just make no, sense? No, that does make yeah, sense. Yeah, it, okay. it does make sense. Katie, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for thank sharing this you. with us. Good luck. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm going out to dinner with him now. So oh, good. We'll go All right. You can do Wait, it, are you, Katie. Are you, Katie, are you going to have this conversation with him tonight? You should. I think you should. Yeah, probably after dinner, probably have this conversation. Yeah, Send me an and, email tomorrow morning, listen, please. Yeah, and, and Katie, it really can be, it can be as gentle and innocent as you just explained it to I mean, not you know what I mean? It can, it can be it can be gentle. It doesn't have to be like, I need to talk to you. Right. It can be like, right. hey, so I, I do, I, like, there's this thing that's kind of been nagging at my brain. I also called a weird podcast <laughs> Don't say that part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't tell them about the podcast. And, uh, um, that might stress them out. Okay, we love, we love you, Katie. Thanks, Katie. Thanks. I love you guys, too. Have a great night. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, Charlie Day, 
Thank you so much. Oh, my pleasure. God, when here people tonight. call in with their real like problems, it's so it's t- pretty cool, right? It's so t- like you want to just hug somebody. I know right? like, you're gonna know. be okay. I know you're gonna be fine. I know we experience that a lot. But Charles, you're really good at giving yeah, advice. Yeah, you're really good. You're oh. one of the better advice yeah, givers for we've sure. had. Oh, you think? Definitely. Yeah. I feel You're like I, I I feel like I have a lot of stuff figured out. You you, you do. do. I don't know if I do, but I I'm like I've, you I've been that guy. Experience. Yeah. yeah. I'm you know been around. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like it that you know what you want. You want a happy marriage. You want like a happy childhood for your kid. And I I love that. Like yeah, it's it's inspiring. Why why would I want that? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. And thanks for I know you must be so beat and you're about no, to No, I'm good. Talk. This is a rush. This was uh, fun. Okay. Yeah, it was good. Right. You've got this big press tour ahead of you now. So I know Yeah, you got to sell the movie. It's a funny movie. Well, it's a funny it. movie. It's yeah. a great movie and it comes out February 17th. It's called Fist Fight. And of course, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's in its 12th season now. Yeah. And it's on FX. And FX, FX, X. X. They added Excuse an X me, for they some added the X, yeah. right? And extra sex. <laughs> extra sexy. You know, it's like the most used letter in cars. In, in like cars? Ca- car labeling. X? X. I didn't know that. For the sex appeal. For the sex appeal. I just made that up. Did but you really? I, I totally did. I totally bought that. it. But too. I actually really think <laughs> it's true. I bet that's true. I, I, completely I think you bought I think it it's true, too. Yeah. I mean, I haven't done a survey. No, I but I, I really, right. I've, I've definitely noticed how many cars have an X in them. <laughs> that no, that was a stroke that was, of genius. It made sense. Thanks, yeah, guys. That was, yeah. that was great. Nailed it. Follow us on Unqualified and all of our social media. Oh, Charlie Day is finally on Instagram. Finally, yeah. Woo! So uh, I have nine followers. Oh, you're gonna have a blast. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have a lot more <clears throat> now. Tell us, are you, are you at Charlie Day? Uh, I'm, I'm Charlie Day official or official Charlie Day. All right. I'm well, let's well let's you know let's get you some more followers right now. All right. I'm never going to show you pictures of my kid, though. (laughs) I love you guys. Good night, everyone. Good night. Bye-bye.